Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God. And we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. What's good, man? What's going on, bro? Dog, we made it to the new year, bro. <laughs> man, I feel like I haven't talked to my people, my Urban the- Theology people and such. I feel like I've been gone for like a year. Facts, and Loki, we've only been gone for a month. Fam. But hey, you already know how we get down. Before we can get into any topic in the show, we're super thankful to God for allowing us to make it to the new year. And we're super thankful to God for allowing us to bring in the new year with our supporters. So let's go ahead and crack the show open with a prayer. Yes, sir. I got the prayer. So All right. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just want to thank you for your goodness towards us. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. And we don't take it for granted. God, we're grateful for all that you did. Um, for our podcast last year, Lord, and we look forward to all the great things you're going to do Amen. through this show this year in the name of Jesus. So God, we thank you for every listener. We thank you for every heart and mind that has been changed. And we thank you for the grace and the wisdom that you've given us. And we pray, Lord, for more grace and more wisdom. All this that we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, my brother. So, hey, we are, where are we at right now? So we're like a week away from Valentine's. So by the time you guys hear this, you guys should be, what, on a date? Hopefully a, a, a safe COVID date, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right, a safe, what is a safe COVID date anyway? Yeah, y'all got to have your masks on, be six feet apart. Hey, I need that mask off. If I'm going to be one-on-one <laughs> with that special, I need my mask off, bro. Nah, I feel you. But I mean, whatever y'all are doing, man, like, really just be safe, whether you're in a relationship, you're married, hopefully you're not in a situation ship, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We left those in last year. I mean, wait, if you are in a situationship, why can't you just enjoy a date? I'm not, I'm not saying continue your situationship. It's like, hey, you're going out on, this, on a simple date, you know, at least that should now say, okay, you know, after this little Valentine's Day, we now have clarity because, hey, we went out, we understand, hey, the situationship needs to stop. So if you are in a situationship, enjoy your meal tonight and break it off tomorrow. Yeah, just cut, 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 the, cut it off tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. But hey, we are also uh, we're also recording the day before the Super Bowl. You know, do you have any predictions? My only prediction is that the Chiefs are going to run it up. I have the Chiefs winning. Yo, same prediction here. I don't know why people think of Tom so big and bad. Yo, like I mean, I think the receiving court for the Chiefs is just unstoppable, bro. Like you can't stop Kelsey and and Tyreek Hill. You, it's impossible. And then they got. A couple other speedy people. I'm like, yo, I don't think you can stop them. Same. I think they're going to eat. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout. Honestly, I don't see it being close for real, for real. Yeah. Well, hey, before we lose any followers or supporters because <laughs> we're sitting here talking about sports, let's get into the main topic of today's podcast, right? So, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, in the spirit of love, the Urban Theology fellas are going to talk about Love. Y'all notice how this man put on his like <laughs> uh, his uh, radio W hey. W F M nine point sixty one. Hey, how did I do, man? It, it was smooth, bro. <laughs> I noticed it. Hey, man, I'm just trying. I'm trying to take this to the next level where it needs to get to. You feel me? But yeah, we're gonna talk about love, and I think I did it for the show. I did it for the ep- I did it for the podcast. We have variety now. We have somebody that is in love, and we have somebody that's out of love. So I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all guess. Who do you think is <laughs> matter of fact? I'm not gonna do that because y'all gonna hurt my feelings. Cause I know a lot of y'all probably gonna be like, it's probably you. So I'm gonna come clean. 
I'm actually no longer in a relationship, you know, boo-hoo, I'm sad, I've cried all my tears, um, I'm better now, so I'm here to talk about it, and my guy Raheem is still in a loving relationship. <laughs> I mean, honestly, none of none of this is easy, honestly, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front with you. One thing, like, you learn about love, and even friendship, hey, don't whatever. don't say that, don't say none of this, that's what well, I said before I broke it's up. Not. <laughs> it's not, man, you think it's easy to love somebody? Bro, it's hard to love yourself, right? Let Facts. alone love someone else. So you know, it's, it's it's interesting. So that's why we're gonna talk about it today. Facts, but no, I'm 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 gonna give a little insight into like where I'm at right now, bro. I thank you for being by my side because you actually gave me a couple calls when I was a little down, and you you were encouraging. Now, one thing I will say is Raheem is very popular. Okay, <laughs> very popular, and he let me know that hey, he has some. Godly woman. So <laughs> he was, he was, he sounded like a pimp, bro. Nah, chill, bro. Chill, <laughs> no, chill, no, no, chill. not in that way. But he yeah. just let me know. He was like, hey, look, man, there are a lot of, there, there are a lot of, you know, eligible sisters who, you know, hey, would be interested. And I remember telling him, like, yo, I'm not ready, bro. I'm not ready because at this point where I'm at, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like I'm, kind of feel like I'm, I'd only be going out for revenge right now. You know, like I see myself as somebody that wanted to settle down. It didn't happen. And there's almost this mentality that I'm trying to fight off, bro, where it's like, you don't need to run out in these streets. I feel All right. I feel like the free agent who he's, he's 30 and up, right? So <laughs> I need a title contender. I can't, yeah. I can't just join the Wizards. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't join the Wizards and just go for triple doubles. I need to know that I can get to the finals. Yeah. You know, so I'm taking my time and, you know, it's, it's a journey, but I, I feel good. I feel good. Honestly, I respect your vulnerability and transparency because it takes a point of maturity to be like, you know what? Right now I'm not ready, but I do know like what I, where I want to be. So I want to set myself up to be successful right so i think it's good to just take some time to yourself because i think far too many times when stuff doesn't work out because i've been in situations like that before where stuff didn't work out and immediately i'm back on the dating scene and i'm just like out there trying to you know what i'm saying get get the quick fix in fulfill the mm -hmm. void and even you know like man this is this isn't it so like i commend you for being able to self-reflect and take that step back bro it's important because I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just tired of, you know, having these relationships that fizzle out, then going to the next one, they fizzle out going, and it's emotionally draining. So for me, it's like, I'm not seeking perfection in any type of way, but it's like, yo, I need some time to just relax, just relax, be by myself, not worry about putting somebody into whatever I got going on right now. And I, 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 I'm still a firm believer that, hey... God will send me the right person. You feel me? If he wants to send me the right person right now, hey, if you're listening and you feel that you're the right person, he'll find a way to show you to me. All right. So you know, y'all you, not gonna like this, but his DMs will be slideable. <laughs> not right now, not right now, ladies. But um, three month window, and then my brother's DMs window. will be slideable again. Hey, don't set my window for me, man. I do not. Oh. I don't need three months. Probably like a month and a half. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be gracious, bro. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you're still listening to Usher, Let It Burn. Like, I don't know. Bro, you know what I'm oh my goodness. I got to stay away from the, those are triggers, you know, because I usually have my, my playlist, like a shuffle. Drake? You got Drake? Bro, I just have a shuffle and okay. like stuff comes up and you get some songs that hit you deep, yo, and it make you- Marvin's Room? 
Amen. Let's get back to the show and what we are here to talk about, which is love. And the first thing I want to address is, you know, like what is what is love to you? You know, it's funny. You can ask a lot of people that question, and you're gonna get ten different answers, right? Very ten good. completely different answers on what love is, right? And I think for a lot of us, our our earliest ideas of love they come from fairy tales. Disney mm-hmm. cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. Prince Charming, Saving the Princess, and this like fairy tale perfect idea of, of love, right? And what we learn is that love, like we see it in a practical sense, right? We see it in our our past relationships, even our friendships, even with our family, right? All these circles where um love hopefully does exist or even where it doesn't exist, right? We see that in a practical sense, love is difficult. And it's not very, it's not very uh, clear cut and like a straightforward thing, right? I think mm-hmm. it's a thing you learn as you go along what love is and what love looks like, or even what, what healthy love looks like. Yeah. You know, a lot of us don't know. What about you? Bro, so love to me, right? I, I think I didn't, I guess I did pick up some cues from like the Disney movies, but I mean, I thought my parents loved each other, but then as I got older, I was like, that's not love. <laughs> You know, it was definitely not love, but love to me, I would say love to me is not liking, (laughs) love to me is not liking any bit of hair, but understanding that I have never shaved my chest and you just going to sacrifice that. Why? Because you love me. But I say all that to say love is a sacrifice, right? Like, it's like you can... Meet somebody and you might not be, they might not be as attractive as somebody that you've dealt with in the past. You know, people might look at you and say, oh, why are you with him? Why are you with her? And it's just like, no, it's not really about that. I, I love that person. And I mean, what, these little wants that I have, these little things on a checklist? Yeah, I can sacrifice that because I love this person. You know, so I, I think, and this is just to me, you know, this isn't no textbook definition because if you think this is a textbook definition, I'm here to tell you I don't have a relationship that is stood the test of time. So this is not the textbook definition, okay? <laughs> I, I kind of add to what you said. Like to me, like love is not like love is not going to cost me anything painful. It will cost me something. Yeah, it right? will cost but, you, but it's not going to cost me something that hurts. It's always something for the benefit of the other, whether that's my significant other, family friends, right? Depending on the closeness of, of the f- relationship, it's not going to cost me more, um, like it's not going to be harmful to me, right? But it will cost you something, whether that's selfishness, pride, ego, Ooh, right? Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Those things. And see, for me, I, I, I want to now move into another part of that question is what would like, what was love to you before and after you were saved? And I will lead off and say, like, before it was like, yo, I killed somebody for my girl. You Same. feel me? Like, yo, I killed him. You know, that, that's how it was. But then after it was like those things that you were mentioning that is gonna that you have to sacrifice, the greed, the selfishness, those things, the pride. It's like, yo, I love this person. I need to give that up for them, you know? And it's still something that, hey, I'm struggling with. You know, because there's sometimes where I want my cake and I want to, I want to, I want to eat it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like I'm still struggling with that. But after I got saved, it was like, yo, I can't keep on saying that love is just this 
bravado, you know, macho man thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. If I'm gonna... No, it's also me giving up everything for this person, which everything is not... I still got I still got some money under my under my pillow. I still got this secret bank account that she don't know about. No, everything is you're like everything. Man, and for me, like before I before I got saved, the way I kind of viewed love, right, was that I had to I had to earn it from people. Mm. I had to I had to earn acceptance, right? I had to Oh, you were spending a lot of money, bro. <laughs> yeah, I had to work for love and for people to like me. And yeah. For people to to care about me, right? And mm. It took me like a long time to understand understand that like I didn't have a healthy view of what love was, thinking that I had to to earn it, right? That's before I was a Christian, right? Because love to me is conditional like towards like other people and even towards me. Like they're only gonna love me as long as I do stuff for them or like until I don't meet their standards, right? Mm -hmm. So I was trying to work to earn people's love. And then after I got saved, I became a Christian, the way I understand me loving others, but also others loving me, is that I won't have to work for it. Like if they genuinely love me and they rock with me, that doesn't change based on how they feel. Even if we have a disagreement, whether it's my girl or you, my boy, like we family, we're able to because we love each other. We're able to to work through those things and squash it. Like you're not just going to discard right. me, right? You're not just right. going to throw me away, and I'm not going to feel like. I need to earn your love. So I, I like for me, I got a better understanding of like how to love other people, but also how to be loved by other people as well, how to receive it. Yeah, I picked up on something that you said. You were you kind of touched on the way you felt, the way you thought love was supposed to be was not healthy. Do you recall any events that made that clear to you? I don't really have like a specific event, but like I would say like in my teen to like early 20, 20s, yeah, I was willing to do anything to receive love or acceptance from, from people. I really, really cared so Bro, much Bro, define about, anything, man. What are you, what are you talking I about, mean, man? I mean, sometimes doing, like even doing stupid stuff financially, like, oh, if I don't give this person money right, or whatever, they're not right, going to think right. I'm cool or I'm down or even like... Some stupid things was like even bowing into peer pressure that I like and doing things just because I wanted to be loved and accepted by others and not considering how I really felt like, do I even want to do this? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Putting putting other people's um, ideas about me or or of what I thought was love or even how people viewed me above how I should view myself. You get what I'm saying? So putting other people's views of me before how I, I view myself. So I had numerous examples of that. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, one one thing that stood out in my life, I remember my first girlfriend in in undergrad, and I wasn't I wasn't checking for her. I'm not gonna lie, but she was checking for me, bro. And I remember one day I just said to myself, "Man, she's down to do anything that I wanted to do." And I'm talking about sexually, and I remember telling myself, "Okay, you know what? Hey, I love this girl. Like, hey, she's cool, man. I love this girl." Well, I figured out the way I, I, I thought love was supposed to be was unhealthy when I found out that she was cheating on me, you know, and it wasn't so much that, okay, hey, this love thing is just a terrible thing. No, it was like, I can't base love solely on what somebody does to me sexually, you know, that, and I'm, I'm happy that happened to me at that time because that helped me moving forward in different relationships that have failed. 
You know, it's, you know, you know, it's crazy. Even my wishes. I'm not salty. No, there was actually something big you said there. Like your love was based off, off of sex. Yep. Right. And by the way, sex is a great thing. Like we're not, we're not prudes here. We're not like, oh my gosh, sex is taboo. Like we yeah, all we talk nice. about it. We it's talk nice. about it a lot. It's nice. It feels good. Right. But when you when you have it in the wrong talk, the wrong context, that's where your views. On love can be shaped incorrectly. Like, uh-huh. Do I love this person, or do I just love what they do to me physically? Uh-huh. Right, and that skews the way that I view myself and also how I view them. Same reason why, you know, this dude can't leave this toxic girl, or this girl can't leave this toxic man because, yeah, you know, on, on her side she's she's just trapped by the D, and on 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 his side he's like, man, I just can't let go of her, bro. She she does things. That I'm not gonna find, you know, bro. This is off topic, but we need an outlet where we can share some of our takes that we don't put on the podcast. Because, <laughs> bro, we were having a crazy conversation about some of these things off of the podcast, and <clears throat> that was spectacular. So maybe we might do something to kind of give you guys <clears throat> additional access in a less formal way. Because <clears throat> we definitely clean it up for the podcast. Facts. <laughs> we clean it up for the podcast, you know. But no, nah, hey. I, I love where the conversation is going. Let's 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 take it in a different direction. What are you doing for Valentine's? Do you already have plans? Are, are they a secret or can you share them? No, it's it's fine. It's just like very very chill, chill plan. So me and my girlfriend are gonna get we're gonna get dinner and and stay in and enjoy you know each other's company, have dinner. Oh, that must be nice together. Yeah, I mean the the restaurants things and COVID it's kind of it's kind of complicated. Now, I don't know if you know like the the governor just kind of reopened the state. and Oh, single people don't pay attention to that stuff. You, you know what it is. And even some of these restaurants, bro, it's so like with the COVID restrictions, even though with the capacity, it's some, some of it is kind of like a hassle uh, yeah. a little bit. It's like a little difficult. So we just decided mutually, like, let's just, you know, get food from one of these nice restaurants, you know, pick it up and go back to the spot and, you know, just have a nice a nice dinner together. So it's going to be, it's going to be real, real nice. We might end up, Watching some probably romantic movies or some some corny lovey dovey stuff, <laughs> right? Like 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 that. But like no, it's uh, it's gonna be like a nice time. I do um, I do look I do look forward forward to it. You know, spending my Valentine's Day with my girlfriend. But nothing nothing too. I said with your who? My girlfriend. This oh, guy. Hey, you've been saying that a little bit too aggressively on this podcast. Oh, this guy, bro. I mean, can, can can you help a brother out? I thought we were supposed to be nah, brothers. Man. Like, nah, come on, man. <laughs> nah, honestly. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, when I broke up with my ex, I was I was I was I was I was heartbroken. Why? Because you and me, we 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 talk a lot. I was at a point where I felt like yeah, I was ready to get married, bro. Like that's that's and yes, I've heard some complaints that all oh, he talks about is marriage. Well, hey, it is what it is. So I was I, I felt like I felt like I felt like Saul when he was jealous of David. You feel me? Like I was just like, dang, yo, everybody's in love. I'm seeing all these little engagements on social media. I'm like, yo, I gotta get off social media. I need to stay to myself. And yeah, I was hurt, bro. I was hurt. But I think over time I realized that look, God is still with me at this point. Like it's not like I am single and God said, okay, hey, you're worthless. No, I still have some worth and my story is far from done. You feel me? And you have more than some worth. You do have worth. Oh, like no, like I'm not like no cap. Like even like before you're in a relationship, because I think where we struggle as a culture and a society is it always attaching our worth to something, whether that's relationship, money, 
the like the the opinions of of other people, right? We're always attaching it to something else as opposed yeah. to putting God's view of us as the highest, you know what I'm saying, standard for everything, right? And as opposed yeah. to everything else. So I just wanted to let you know, bro. Man, you thank matter. you, man. That's the nicest thing anybody's told me in a long time. You mind if I join you and your girl for Valentine's Day? I mean, hey, I, 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 I can pitch in. I, I, I got to talk to her about that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how she feels about having a third wheel. Oh, my goodness. I just thought my computer no, shut up. No, no, you're good. It'll shut up. You're good, bro. <laughs> Oh, man, you guys have to see the behind the scenes of Urban Theology. <laughs> but no, man. So Valentine's Day, my, my plan, I probably will be doing the same thing you're doing. I'll probably, what day is Valentine's? Is it's it on, on a Sunday this year. It's on a Sunday. So, yeah, maybe I'll order some food. I actually had some gift cards that I had bought because they were uh, to different restaurants and I was going to use them when I was in a relationship, but I might just use them now, order, take out, do the same thing you're doing, but I'll just be by myself. Or you could share some of them with me, too. Bro, I, <laughs> stay over there with your girlfriend, man. Guy, Leave man. me alone, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Bro, so getting back into love and also just seeing how God has revealed certain things to you about love, you know, how do you think God's love has changed you as a person. So that's like so that's a, that's a lot to kind of digest when you think about it. But like for me, like one of the ways that has changed me is that that I'm loved, even though like I mess up a lot, right? Even though I screw up a lot and I fall short of God's God's standard a lot, right? His love and his mercy for me far out far outweighs any sin, any mistake, any shortcoming that I have, right? And as I've learned is that, dog, God loves me in spite of me. Facts. Dog, and that's so big. It's because, like, because human beings, like, hey, can we, you repeat that? No, God loves me in spite of me. That's deep. Yeah. And, and it's also like this. There's this quote that I really, really love, right? It's like, it's really chill, but it's like, I'm a mess, and yet I'm loved by God. So think about that. I'm, I'm a mess, but I'm loved by God. So love, God deep. loves me in, in spite of, you know, my shortcomings, right? Because... His, his love for us is not based off of work, right? It's not based yep. off works, right? And for me, I've learned, dog, it's based on the fact that he made me, he created me, he knows me. When I was in my mother's room, yep. he knew me, right? He, he loves me because I'm his and I belong to him, right? And, and, it's yep. like, and, and that can be very radical because as human beings, we base love on a transaction. Like, I'm only going to love you until you do something wrong and then I can withdraw my love, right? So God's love has helped me to understand that. I'm loved and cared for despite Deep, everything about me. Deep. You don't have to do any you don't have to do any grandories, any crazy thing to make God love you. You know, and I think you don't have to do any uh silhouette challenges, <laughs> any busted challenges oh, to make God notice you like, hey, look at that there. No, you don't. You know, man, so to answer that question, how has God's love changed me? I think it's definitely made me more emotional, bro. Like, whenever I know that I've disappointed God, bro, I'd be going through it, bro. I'd be going through it. Like, I went through it when this relationship ended because I asked God, I said, God, please allow me to take this woman to this place. You know, let's get to this. You know, let's, I, I, I want to settle down with this person. And when it didn't happen, because the reason why we failed falls on both of us. You know, we both have responsibility there. So I was like, yeah, I was emotional about it. Not just because my personal feelings, I, I just feel like 
I let God down. You know, um, another way that God's love has, has changed me, it keeps me on my toes a lot. You know, like I know that, you know, because God loves me, I can't afford to do stupid things. It's the same reason why I told you I'm not ready to move on. Not because I'm stuck on somebody, but it's like before I invite another one of God's daughters into my life, I need to make sure that I'm ready to, you know, commit, you know. So it, it keeps me on my toes. I'm always just praying like, God, please, I don't want to disappoint you. I want to make sure that, you know, everything that you are telling me to do, I can accomplish it. And yeah, do I fall short? Of course I fall short. But just like you said, God still loves me. You know, he's still somebody that has unconditional love for me. It doesn't matter, you know, whether I wake up today and, you know, I don't feel myself or whether this exam I'm studying for, I don't, God still loves me, bro. When, when you're having like a difficult time, do you struggle to receive God's love? Like when you're going through a rough patch? Oh, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I say yes because when I'm having a difficult time, everything becomes a pacifier to me. What I mean by that is I could be eating and it's like, oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. So now I'm just going to stuff my face <laughs> and that's what numbs me from, you know, when I'm having a hard time. And I'm using food in this instance, but you could use a lot of different pacifiers and you could understand how you could go down this crazy path. It's like when you're struggling to receive God's love or you're going into like a, like a rough patch. Yeah. Right. And the thing you're looking for, you think what you're looking for is a quick fix, whether that's food, whether it's sex, even whether it's money, like spending money on things and buying things because you think is going to is going to help you in that difficult time. Where, where a lot of times we just need God's love and his um, his care for us. That's really what we need. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we we do avoid it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and cap like we do avoid it. I've Facts. said it my whole life, you know. Facts. So how do you get out of that rough patch? <laughs> a lot of times it comes through like humility and prayer and just asking God to just remind me that he loves me, remind me of his care for me and to point me towards it no matter how low I get. Mm -hmm. Right. But also even when I when I get to those points and that's why I love the Holy Spirit, always, it always just reminds me that I am deeply cared for. Right. Even though I am a mess. And I can be messy. I know myself. And I think the kind of the cool thing is as you grow, you get a better understanding of yourself. Yep. And as I'm as I'm knowing myself, I realize, you know what? God still loves me. Right. And, uh -huh. and his love for me, and the, the cool thing is even the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Yep. Right. So knowing that he loves me and that even though his son Jesus, he sacrificed himself for me, like he's never gonna be done with me. Because mm -hmm. human beings, you know, like, bro, I've offended you so many times. I've messed up. Like, yeah. bro, I'm going to cut you off, though. Like, right. it's too much for me. Right? And, and I think sometimes as human beings, we want to relate to we want to relate to God as a human being. Like, bro, you haven't cut me off yet. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm out here wild and I'm out here missing the mark. Like, why aren't you tired of me yet? But he's just, he's not, he's not a man he's gonna, or a human being that's going to treat us that yep. way. Yep. No, I like that. And I think for me, it's, it's having good counsel around, you know, having good company around. Because there are just times where I need help, you know, like one thing that's that it, I've missed is just having this podcast, Urban Theology, because we get together and we talk to people that also talk to us. You know, we've met some people through the podcast that 
I look at it and I say, man, I can I can definitely hit this person up at any time and pick their brain on some things, you know. So having good counsel, um, I think another thing is just, you know, I, I think we touched on this outside of the podcast, but you were saying sometimes it's like sleep, you know. I think sometimes when we just take a step back and we rest, God can talk to us in those tranquil moments and. We have these busy days where it's like, okay, I go to work, I go to school, I'm doing my my side hustle, I'm so busy, and you're just all over the place, and you never have that time to just sit and be at peace, you know? So I think also having some downtime, you know, just, okay, you know what, let me relax, let me stop multitasking, let me relax and just sit with myself, you know, and invite God to sit with me as well, you know? So those are some of the ways that I, I, I break out of those rough patches on my end. Nice. So another question that I want us to address, uh, knowing what you know now, knowing everything you know now, you're however years old now, you're a grown man, you have this great relationship. Woohoo. I sound so salty, but I'm not. I want to make sure people understand I'm not. And I think uh, there's a passage in Romans 12 that helped me deal with this, where it's like, you know, when people are rejoicing, you rejoice. When people are weeping, you weep with them. You know, and I think, bro, I'm so happy for you and your relationship, and I'm rooting for you guys till the end. Appreciate you know? it. But the question I was going to ask was, knowing what you know now, how have you grown to show love over the years? So the, the biggest way that I've learned in, in terms of this area and showing love is for those that I love, right, you know, from significant other to family to close friends, right, is to not is to not quit on them, mm-hmm. right? Is when stuff gets hard to not give up on them, right? And um, to be gracious and kind, even when others make mistakes, because there is something about that that is transformative when you love people, right, and you show them like, hey, I'm going to rock with you, even if you... You make the worst mistakes. I'm not going to judge you, yeah. right? And there's something about that, whether it's your your um, your significant other or it's towards your family, towards your friends, right? There's something powerful when you show that to someone else that it just it helps them beyond what you can see. And even like for me, I've learned as a believer, when you show that type of love to people, it really just breaks off a lot of things off of people, right? Maybe even things that were holding them down, maybe even things that stopped them from opening up or even just trusting people, right? When you show... You know, your significant other, friends, family, like, yo, I'm going to rock with you no matter what. Like, my love for you is not going to change based off of what you do, what you don't do, your mistakes. Right? There's something about that. Even, like, even something as simple as even with your boys. My boys know I'm not going to judge them. And, like, you're one of my boys. You know I'm, bro, there's nothing you can tell me where I'm going to be like, dog, I can't stop rocking with you. Right? It don't, right, it don't matter right, what right. you've done. Like, I'm still going to rock with you. You my man, 100 grand, that doesn't. Change and there's something about that knowing that I got your hey, back. Hey, what if I told you I did the silhouette challenge? Right. I'm gonna I'm I'm cook you, but I'm still rock with you, right? Like I'm still I'm still gonna get you, right? But you're still my boy, right? But but there's something to that, right? Right. Like I still rock with you. You know that I got your back, and even for like for those that are in a relationship or you married or whatever, like your significant other knowing that you got them no matter what. There's something freeing. Um, there is something that creates the safe pace a uh, safe space for the other person that they're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. They got me, right? And that's pretty much what I've learned, right? That's what I've um, learned in terms of like showing love, how to show it to others and 
just what that does for other people. What about you? Oh, I just want to say, man, we cooking out here. I know y'all missed us. I know y'all missed us, but we back, baby. We back. So what about me? I would say, you know, something recently happened. I, one of, somebody, he, he's a friend, but we don't talk that often. Like the last time I talked to him was probably like four months ago or something like that. And he, he out the blue, he literally just hit me up and he said, hey, hope everything is good. Just wanted to let you know that my job told me today that they're moving my position to Panama. And I was just like, oh, dang, you moving to Panama? He's like, no, like my role is ceased. Like I'm still here. I have a family, bro. Like I don't have a job as of next week. And I was sitting there and I was like, I was thinking to myself, like this guy, I haven't, I haven't talked to this guy in so long. And he just reaches out and tells me this for what? And at that moment, something came over me. It was just like, what if God sent you? What if God sent him your way just because? You know, you, you don't know. And I remember telling him, I was like, bro, look, I don't know what you got going on, but if you need me for anything, I know people throw this out there a lot, whether it's emotional support, whether it's monetary, whatever, just let me know. And he heard that. He was like, bro, I'm so thankful that, you know, you're offering, but, you know, I'm, I'm fine right now. You know, I just need somebody to talk to. And, bro, we just started having a conversation. And at the end of it, it, it almost seemed as if he never lost his job because we were having a conversation. We was throwing jokes at each other, just vibing. And we we're just thanking God for the cushion that he has because he was telling me how he knows a friend who is in real estate and does, like, contract work. And I was just telling him, I'm like, yo, that would be a great skill to pick up. You don't need to uh, have any courses. Like, just, yeah, ask him if you could follow him around, start painting. He was like, yo, I think that's great. And he was also telling me how he has some savings where it's like he's going to ask his friend to hop on, you know, just pick up some little jobs here and there, get some extra money. He'll be fine for the next three months. And he was just telling me how, like, yeah, he's also thinking of better jobs like jobs that he was scared to even apply for. I'm like, bro, do that, bro. And in my heart, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, he's probably going to end up being a lot more well-off than he was before. You feel me? So when you say like, okay, knowing everything that God has done for me, like how has that changed? I think it's, it's maybe more selfless where, bro, three years ago, I would not have said, hey, if you need anything on a monetary note, and if he would have asked me for money, I'm not rich, but bro, I would have given it to him. And I'm not, hey, if you guys are listening, no, I'm, I, I get what you're saying. Is you you're grown to a point where you're empathetic. Like exactly. you can feel pain. Yeah. But like, you know what? I don't, even though it's not like you're giving them like like two thousand dollars, but right, like, right, right. I'm gonna help you the best way I can. I'm I'm not gonna put my needs before yours. Exactly. Exactly, bro. So I think that that's that's where I'm at now, where it's like, yo, I'm very empathetic. I feel people's pain. And it's like, hey. If God sent you my way, because like this guy, I hadn't talked to him in how many months, man? I don't. He just had a kid. I, I didn't even. I don't even know how old his kid is now. But that's how long it's been. But he reached out to me, and I was just like, "Look, if God sent you my way, then hey, whatever you need me for, man." And it just turns out that God's not going to send you something that is going to finish you, you know. So. God sent them my way. I told him, hey, whatever you need. And hey, what do you need? He just needed a friend. He just needed a pal that was going to talk to him, you know. 
That's where he lifted his burden, man. That's big. Yeah, man. And I, I felt good knowing that he was going to be good, you know. And I'm, I'm going to check up on him, see if everything's all right. And I'm going to keep him in my prayers, too, you know. I think sometimes people throw that out there like, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. Nah, I try my best. If I say I'm going to pray for you, like, I want to definitely pray for you, you know, because those petitions are big, you know. When you pray on behalf of somebody, like, those are big, you know. Like, I know... I'm, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for prayers from, you know, my grandmother, my mother, my siblings, people like that. So, yeah, put people in prayer, man. Take that serious. Man, that's real, man. That's real. Man, I'm, I'm just proud of you, man, for your growth, man. Hey, proud of you. I'm proud of us, man. I'm proud of us. You know, and we're going to take this urban theology thing to the top. You feel me? We've got a lot of exciting things. This is season three. All right. So if you're just getting hip to urban theology, Make sure you go back and check out seasons one and season two. We got some incredible content. And if you're feeling the content, one way you can support us right now is by leaving a rating on the Apple podcast platform, right? That's really big for us because, look, at some point, we want to be able to say, hey, look, we are providing impact. And the way we can show that is by saying, look how many people actually listen to us. Look how many people actually like us. Read the reviews. The proof is in the pudding. So make sure you go rate us if you love us. Even if you don't love us, leave us a rating because we can get better from your criticism. You know? We need it, man, because we have very big, um, ambitious goals this year for, uh, for our platform. So we just need, we need positive feedback. We need all the encouragement from our listeners. We see y'all, you know, the ones that shout hey. us out on Twitter. We, we see y'all. Hey, and I'm going to say, if you don't like the fact that I talk about marriage too much, leave me a rating, all right? <laughs> leave a rating and say, hey, that dude talks about marriage way too much to not be married, all right? But hey, we love you guys. This is the first episode of, of season three. And I was about to commit a cardinal crime. I was going to end the episode without going through our verses. So, hey, let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to let you jump into that first. Yes, yeah, so the verse that I'm going to be uh, sharing with y'all today is um, John 15, verses 12 to 13, and it says, This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down his life for his friends. Right? And for me, and this, these are the words of Jesus, right? Talking to the disciples and telling them uh, what love in a practical sense, looks like, right? And this kind of goes to what we've been talking about. It is sacrificial, right? To the point where you lay down your life for your friends. It doesn't, this doesn't mean you like, you, you die for them literally, but just like you sacrifice things for the betterment of, of others, right? And it's not just about you, right? It's not about what you can, what you can take, but also what you can give. So yeah, that's my, that's my scripture. Nice. You said that was from? John 15, 12 to 13. All right. Perfect, perfect. All right, so my scripture, I actually had left my Bible upstairs, but good thing we have the Bible app on our phones. So my scripture is from Isaiah 55, you know, and um, it goes, come everyone who is thirsty. I'm reading from verse one. Uh, come everyone who is thirsty, come to the water. And you without silver, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without silver and without cost. Why do you spend silver on what is not food and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and you will enjoy the choicest of foods. So that is verses one and two. And when, when, when I think about that, I replace, I replace chasing. Well, 
I look at it and it says, come everyone who's thirsty. And I'm definitely thirsty. What am I thirsty for? I'm thirsty to, hey, everybody knows I talk about marriage a lot. You know, I want to find that partner that I can settle down with. And I'm doing all these things to find this person. And it hasn't worked out. But even though I'm single at this point, you know, God is still saying, hey, I still want you. You know, just because you don't have this relationship doesn't mean, like I said, you're worthless. It's the same way in verse 1 when he says, you know, and you without silver, come, buy, eat, come, buy wine, milk, enjoy. You know, and I know that if I continue to follow his path, then I will be fine at the end. You know, so Isaiah 55, 1 and 2, I'm giving you scripture from a single man's point of view, (laughs) you know. And I think that... There are a lot of women that listen to this podcast, and women can also relate to this if you're single. Look, just trust in the Lord, you know, trust his way. There's so many things that they tell you you can do to get a man. There's so many things they tell you you can do to get a woman. No, it's, it's a lot of things no, that they'll tell you, facts. you know. Oh, just go here. Oh, just download this app. Oh, just do that. And you still end up empty. You just look like a fool now. You're all over the place, you know. So just trust God. And like uh, verse 2 says, listen carefully to him. And that's real. And I'm really glad we shared both of those those scriptures with the people. So we hope they encourage you. And yeah, man, just just keep listening, keep tuning in, and we're gonna we're gonna keep sharing good good words and good knowledge with y'all. Of course, and a lot of things in store, man. Stay tuned. But hey, this is the first episode of season three. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't you, you didn't say where the people can find us, bro. We, I don't know what it is, we, man. We might have new listeners that are listening for <laughs> right. the first time. Come on, bro. Man. Single you me rusty, is different, you rusty, yo. Bro. Single me is different, yo. Oh my goodness. Hey, my bad about all that. And that's why you have good people around you. Like I said, good counsel. You know, it's, if I didn't have this guy around to stop me and say, hey, this ain't how we do this in our <laughs> theology, all right? I'd have been out of here. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at urban theology underscore. Do not forget the underscore because if you do, somebody else. Right. You can follow us on Instagram there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all those social media apps at longlivetope. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as rice underscore and stew. Same on both platforms, and that's where you can find me. Yo, go ahead and outro us whenever you're ready, because I feel like I'm going to forget something. So this guy. So <laughs> we're going to catch y'all next week, and I have a blessed week, and we out. Peace.